we've been to the cinema. We're not going to touch upon what we saw in the cinema because we have a whole podcast about that. Yeah, I don't think we want to kind of like just revisit the podcast we've already put out. Yeah. But yeah, there's a uh, Tenant spoiler special out if you want to check that out. But only if you've seen Tenant. Don't listen to it if you haven't seen it because we really spoil it. Yes. But yeah, we went to the pictures. It was mm. lovely. I really yeah. enjoyed it. It was the first time we'd been to the pictures for about, I think we thought it was like 18 months, two years. I think like, it's... together, going yeah. together. I think it's Bohemian Rhapsody was the last time we mm. went to see it together. Yeah, so we say that in the spoiler special as well. So mm. if you've listened to that and then come and listen to this, apologies for the repetition. So would you go again? Yeah, I'd really like to go Did, again. You felt safe, you felt... Yeah, yeah, I didn't have any problems with the, the safety. I mean, I've been to the supermarket today and there were people closer to me in the supermarket buying their children's school items ready mm. for Tuesday than they were in the cinema. So to be honest with you, I felt safer there than I have done in many other places. Everyone was very well behaved, the staff were great, and we sat in a corner away from all human life, which is what <laughs> I prefer when I go to the cinema anyway, so it was wonderful. And you chose seats that were right right in the corner, right at the back, and I was thinking, oh, I'm not going to be able to see here. I need new glasses anyway, but I'm not going to be able to see, and it's a bit tucked away, and I'll be right at the side rather than in the middle, but they were perfect, so I'd definitely go and, and do that again. I think I'd choose my films. I know you're going to see the new mutants, like in a couple of days' time. Yeah. It wouldn't. It's it's not a draw for me. I'm not going to be like tag teaming it with you, going, "All right, you go and see it in the morning. I go see it in the afternoon, and then we talk about it." Because. But just what if not it's bothered. the film of the year? It's not going to be. It's got a terrible history. They're not even showing it to critics, and the trailer was just someone shoving a door in someone's face, and that was it. Five stars. No. <laughs> but you've been, you've been going obviously as yes. you've spoken about over the fa- past few weeks and yeah. you obviously feel safe enough to go even for a film that no one really wants to see <laughs> where you're the only person like you're going to be the only person there I probably not probably not because I'm going on bank holiday Monday so mm-hmm. yeah um, I suspect some people might go although I did look a couple of days ago I looked at how busy any of the performances were and there wasn't a single ticket sold on yeah. it. I mean, they're releasing it at the same time as Tenet. It's surely designing it to fail. Well, yeah, I think it's just got such a remakes, reshoots. It's going to come out. No, it isn't. Then we're pushing it back. I think when this was filmed, Game of Thrones was still on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah. been that long. Yeah. And no one's very excited about it. Apart from you, because you yeah, get to go to the pictures don't you it's it's an x-men movie i'll go see it what's the next thing that's out i have seen um on a podcast that we absolutely love the bold move podcast i yeah. have seen that they have seen the next bill and ted because that's come out as their latest episode yeah and when do we get to see bill and ted end of september oh, okay right that's right okay good because i was thinking it was going to be ages away but are you interested in bill and ted yeah 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 would i go to the pictures to see it probably yeah i probably would yeah I don't know what the reviews are like. I haven't listened to. Oh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Podcast, I'm, I'm avoiding so everything about. You've it. avoided trailers and everything. So yes. yeah. Yeah. So I'll probably will as well. Up to there, I've mm. seen the trailer, but I'll avoid everything else. What else is coming out? Uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Okay. You're not interested. Mm. Well, we've had this discussion. I, yeah, we had it on the spoiler special, but um, I'm. I would be happy to watch it on the TV. I'd, I'd be happy to watch it on the telly. I'm not sure you could drag me out to the pictures. 
okay. to see it. Even with David Harbour in it, your favourite man. <laughs> yeah, even with David Harbour. I could just watch Stranger Things to get a bit of my Harbour fix. Yeah, but he, 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 he shows his muscles off in this. He's and he bigger and beardier off. in yeah. this, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah. May, maybe that would, would swing it. But, no, um, Wonder Woman, I would definitely go and see at the pictures. Okay. And we saw the trailer for that when we went to see Tenet. Yes. We also saw a trailer for a film which... Partway through the trailer, the rowdy teenagers that were the other side of the cinema, which I was worried about, but they were fine, the rowdy teenagers shouted, Armageddon, during it. Yeah. Because it actually was. And they, they were right. Yeah. Like, given the Jews, it, they were right. This film, that this trailer with Jared Butler in, looked just like a mix of Independence Day, Armageddon, Deep Impact, all of those all mixed up. It's called Greenland. Yeah, I'm not sure why. I've never heard of it. Yeah, and... You you were the same. You didn't know why it was called Greenland? Yeah. It was something to do with, like, some meteors are going to hit the Earth. It, Florida, though, not Greenland. Yeah, right, okay, so that... Mm. Yeah, I just couldn't quite understand what was happening. But anyway, the meteors were meant to just, like, land in the sea, weren't they? But they don't. Yes. And that's essentially it. That's about it, yeah. Haven't we been here before? Yeah. Haven't we done these films before? Yeah, we had Armageddon and Deep Impact yeah. the same year. So, 23rd of September, you've got Bill and Ted Face the Music. Okay. Week after that, you've got Wonder Woman 1984. Yes. Week after that, you've got Death on the Nile. <gasps> really? It's that yeah. close? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. There's two. Week after that, you've got Candyman. Mm. Week after that, you've got nothing, really. <laughs> oh, it's going so well. The Secret Garden. <laughs> okay, no. not for you. We have that. You got Black Widow, yeah. and then other things that I've heard about. Um, no Time to Die is a couple of weeks after that. That'd be good. Is that November? Yeah, and then a couple of weeks after that, it's uh, Soul. It's what? Soul, the new Pixar film. I've never heard of that. You must have done that. Soul. Yeah. Spell that for me. S O U L. Okay. Right. I've never heard of that before. Okay. The trailer's been out a while. I've not seen it. Why you sound so offended by this? No, it's just it's just some new information that's come to light. That I'm racking my brain to go. Oh, I must have heard of this, but no, I haven't. Okay. I plan to go see every one of them. So, I know you do. I know. Apart from maybe the Secret Garden. I know well, that. definitely not the Secret Garden. Yeah, you know, I don't even think that would drag you out. <laughs> so we are. So this is the first proper week of our new format. Yes. Format. You've just had to remind me what we're doing as well before. I turned the recorder on. It was like, what are we doing now? Which one are we doing? Is it after we have drinks? Is it TV? Is it yeah. film? Is it tenant? So we are going to be reviewing what we've been watching. Yeah. And then we will not be doing a date night tonight. No, sad times. Uh, but we might, we'll fit one in at some point soon. Yeah, And we will. We'll, it'll just appear on your feeds on a random day. Yeah. A little exciting present from us. <laughs> I bet everyone's really pleased. <laughs> A little gift. Yeah. <laughs> Shall we get into what we've been watching? Yes, please. Watching television, watching television. I need to talk to you about Uh-oh. Lovecraft Country. Right. Because we watched this back on Monday. Yes. And I've been sitting and thinking about this for a full, almost week. How did you think of episode two? I thought it took a distinct turn downwards. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. 
yeah, I, th- I think we're on the same page. I know with films, sometimes we go completely like off in two different tangents, but I think with Lovecraft Country, I don't know whether we set it up too much. I was thinking about this as well. Did we set it up too much? Did we love the first episode so much? And how could it ever carry that, you know, that opening episode? How could it ever carry it on at that pace? But I just didn't like the plot of this week's. Well, so my feeling on this is episode one was quite subtle in the sort of mysterious things happening in the background. Mm -hmm. You saw characters who sort of revealed themselves throughout the episode in the background, you know, like the characters didn't necessarily see them, but they were being watched by people. And it feels like we went from the pilot of Lost where there was just hints of odd things happening to halfway through season three of Lost where everything, where they're throwing everything against the wall because cast members have left and yeah. We had it was about a season of TV in one hour. I heard someone else say, and I can't remember who it was, otherwise I would credit them. Uh, but I heard someone else say it was like going from the first episode of the season to the last, yeah, and that it could be it, episode two could have been the finale, yeah, and we wouldn't have known any different. Absolutely, and I completely agree with them, whoever it was that said that. I think this is clearly going to be a series where each episode is very different in style, almost like an anthology show almost like a black mirror where but with the same characters all the way through because this was a completely different show completely different feel to the first show i'm concerned i was really hoping for something where it would unfold slowly throughout the season and maybe there'd be some revelations but they each question that was answered asked another question uh, kind of like lost it in its first season no i'm i, I will carry on watching it because of the first season uh, first episode but i'm concerned they lost me when in the scene, no spoilers yet, but there's a scene involving a cow and they lost me then. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, well that didn't that didn't even pay off. Yeah. Like it, it was, was it was too much for me. It was almost Lynchian, I think. And I don't even think it was Lynchian. I think I think Lynch has got a bit more subtlety to it. It was just he, mm. here we are, bang, and that's it. Mm. Yeah. I am considering the only thing that pulls me back into it are the characters. Yeah. This episode had a real sense of get out about it, which yeah. I enjoyed because it's Jordan Peele. So mm. I enjoyed going back to that that topic and that theme and that feeling of get out. I am saving my opinion, you know, my full opinion until we get, get to the end. And it may be, like you say, if it's more of an anthology where we're changing genres each episode, there's going to be some that don't hit because this particular theme just might not sit with you. Yeah. Whereas another one might be right up your street. So we'll just have to to wait and see. But I did prefer the... I preferred the tension that we felt in episode one. That felt real and grounded in fact. And the suspense and the horror that I felt for the characters who were being racially abused mm. that was real and it felt it felt physical this just went somewhere else and i didn't fe- feel that reality coming through i think i didn't believe what was going on in this and obviously it's there are things to this which are meant to be unbelievable but nothing seemed based on anything that would ever happen in in any reality yeah at all. We'll see what happens 
Yeah, yeah, next we week. might revisit this next week and yeah. touch upon it, but yeah. Um, I don't think it's a lost cause. No. Remember when we watched um, we watched Watchmen recently, not the film, the TV series, and there were some episodes where we sort of got to the end and went, mm. yeah. and it, it might just be that, because mm. we love that as a show as a whole. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Can't love every episode, I suppose. What do you want to do next? Let's do Cobra Kai. <laughs> because I don't have a clue what you think of this show. And I could feel that we were on the same length with Lovecraft Country when we were watching it. Mm. But we've watched a couple of episodes of Cobra Kai that's new on Netflix. I know it's been out for ages because it was on YouTube, wasn't it, to begin with? It was the big launch title for YouTube's premium premium service. And for whatever reason, it has... I think they've... They weren't renewed by uh, YouTube. I think their relation, the producer's relationship with YouTube has been quite problematic because they were trying to find a new partner ahead of season two, um, which they didn't get. But now um, season three is going to be on Netflix and Netflix have brought the first two seasons on um, yesterday or a couple of days ago. A couple of days ago, I think, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's the first time watching it. It's been out a couple of years. <laughs> And you're sat there with a big Wallace and Gromit grin on your face. I loved it. I loved it so much. It's a great big dollop of nostalgia. It is just wonderful. If you're a kid of the 80s, if you love the Karate Kids, and I really like the sequels as well, even going up to the one where like Hilary Swank's in it and they completely change characters. Karate Kid, the next generation. So, oh, something like that. I don't know if it's Karate Kid 3 or 4. No, no, oh, no. is that what it's called? Karate Kid, yeah, it's called Karate Kid, the next generation. I yeah, I mean, there's a reason why I said that. <laughs> but it, it was, it's always on like ITV2 or whatever. Um, and I used to watch, watch it a lot um, when I was a kid and um, just... The the soundtrack so iconic. The lines are so iconic. You got Elizabeth Shue running around in it. It's you know so you've got a lovely Back to the Future connection. I just I love those films, and this just I think because if you're a child of the eighties, you're coming back to the characters that you knew then, and they're now that you sort of your age then or there or thereabouts, mm. and they're your age now, so you're able to really hone into your own life. So when you're seeing characters that you knew as teenagers with their kids or at home or you know having pro- you know having problems in the, in their life, you can really it it speaks to you, I think, but in a really cheesy way, which is why I'm smiling because this is 28 minutes an episode, like 28 30 minutes. You pick up, you see what's happened to Daniel Rousseau, you see what's happened to Johnny Lawrence, and you have a new bunch of teenagers as well that are in the mix. And it's complete throwaway nonsense, but I think it's got real heart to it. And I think that beneath a lot of like terrible dialogue and 90s rock, which seems to be peppering (laughs) the soundtrack, I think you've got some stories that need telling and updated, updated stories. Okay. What did you think of it? I can't tell whether you hated this or not. So... Let's let's deal with the elephant in the room first of all. Mm. So this the bit I've seen the first two episodes. I think you've seen more of this because you went and dived into this before I could. I didn't think you'd want to watch it. Um. So the first two episodes, the first one deals with William Zabka's character Johnny Lawrence, and the second one deals more with Ralph Macchio's character Danny Larusa, and. I think it becomes clear why we've not seen a stellar career from either Ralph Macchio or William Zabka. I think they're doing a lovely job. 
I think they're doing a job. And I think they, many of them, they'll be very appreciative of that job. I, I think, I think you're being very harsh there. I think the guy, guy who plays Johnny Lawrence, whose name I've forgotten, even though you've just said it a couple of days, um, a couple of seconds ago. Yeah. I think he really, fulfill, like, fills that that performance with the guy who was the teenager who was the karate champion and then he got defeated and now where is his life now he has that real sense of like the weight of the world on his shoulders he's had a ter- you know you get to know a little bit more about his backstory and about his childhood and why he might have been the bully and i think he really really shows that he's he's not suddenly become the the best person he's not turning his life around he's you know he's, he's setting up the cobra kai that's the whole point of the show isn't it cobra kai going back to it but I think he's got something there. And Ralph Macchio is, is really smug. He's really <laughs> smug because he, on the other hand, he's done really well out of it. And he's, you know, he has Mr. Miyagi was his mentor. And he's got a lovely wife and a great big house. And I think they really do a good job of not just going back to those characters that we knew in the film and adding more to it. I think it's well written. I think their performances twinge on wooden at times. Um, I mean, you come on, you must see that. When some of the emotional speeches that they try to give, it is a little bit like they're reading off cards. It, I think sometimes it is a little bit cheesy. There was a scene with, with um, Daniel LaRusso and Daniel LaRusso's child yeah. that was a flashback that was all sort of soft round the edges <laughs> and he's teaching her karate and he's repeating what Mr Miyagi said to him. And that was awful that is cringeworthy but it's part of the show it's part of the show okay so my difference of opinion to you is i love what i love that bit <laughs> and i love this show well i am 100 all in for this i can live with the cheesy acting i can live with the non-acting this is this is how i imagine um what's the film what's the tv show that's always that's on netflix um riverdale this is how I imagine Riverdale to be, but with characters that we've grown up with. Fair enough. I don't really know anything about Riverdale, but... It's Archie Comics, but on TV. Okay. Yeah, the kids are really good in this. Yeah. And it's it's very much the same um, storylines that I love in Saved by the Bell and the California Dreams. Yeah. Um, and that's... Uh, yeah, so I am custom made for this. Yeah. And I will be watching probably all of this in the next week. It's actually a little bit high school musical without the songs because it's all about the cliques in high school. Yeah. So you've got like what they call the nerd table, um, which actually I think the best acting of the teenagers come from the kids on that table. Yeah. They're, they're very drawn. They, they're very um, they've got real sense of knowing about them so they know they're on the nerd table they know mm. you're like oh you know don't try and be with those girls over there they're like rich and hot and then you've got the mean girls essentially it really reminded me of sort of Heathers yeah um, or mean girls yeah or mean girls so <laughs> um, yeah I really enjoyed the teenage bits because it's just updated for you know this one kid um, he's lying about why he's been to the news agents and I think at one point in the point that we see him actually going to the news agents the real thing he was going to the news agents for was condoms but when someone asks him he says I was going to the news agents for and then he paused he went protein bars and that's so yes. updated isn't it like you yeah. never get that in 1984 <laughs> 
So yeah, oh, I'm really pleased. And it's such a good thing to just chuck on. Like I watched two episodes mm. with the little one just yeah. next to me and it was fine because I didn't have to concentrate too hard. And if I had to pop into the kitchen or do other jobs and things, I wasn't missing anything for like a minute. Um, and we could have it on like on a night time. I think it would be a really fun thing to just throw on for 30 minutes when we just think, oh, I can't be bothered to use my brain. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally down So really down for that. recommend this to yeah. anyone out there, especially if you're a child of the 80s and you really enjoyed The Karate Kid. Um, you know, go and, go and watch this. Watch a couple of episodes. See if, it's, see if it's for you. Indulge yourself in some nostalgia and some cheese. Ignore the acting. <laughs> From the two <laughs> adult leads. I think they're great. I just think it's... I love the idea of, like, learning more about why the bully was the bully and seeing the kid that did really well, you know, and has done well in adult life now. Mm. But just seeing that maybe everything isn't as perfect as you might imagine. And seeing them come together, it is a bit like school reunion. It is a bit like bumping into someone in the street that you knew when you were a teenager and your paths have, have gone so differently. It is disappointing that Danny LaRusso didn't marry Ali in the end. Oh, sad, isn't it? I know. Yeah. I know, I was thinking that. I was thinking that. That would have been lovely. But she's heading up the boys, so... Uh, oh, is yeah, she? Yeah, more of that next week. Okay. <laughs> what What else have we... We have... Uh, have honey, we, we have literally just finished I Hate Susie. Yes, we have. Billy Piper. Um, is it written by her? I think it's created by her, Created by it? her. So created she acts her. as producer. And also absolutely starring her she is the Susie she's in every scene yes so Susie I mean this is a big stretch of Billy Piper playing a former child star who broke through when she was 15 um uh, singing on in this it was a rally looks like a reality tv show yeah it looks like some sort of talent show um has now become an actress and is living a lovely life with her child and her husband and Unfortunately, while she's in the middle of a um, a hectic shoot, she's just received a job with Disney, and during a hectic photo shoot, she finds out that her phone has been hacked, and photos have leaked online of her intimate photos. Intimate photos, absolutely grounded in reality here. Unlike Lovecraft Country, yeah, um, these are things we know happen. Mm. This is this may have been. I don't know if Billy Piper was ever hacked, um, but she clearly knows people who have it's very much grounded in her world absolutely absolutely what did you think of this i found it i'm interested you said the word hectic about the photo shoot because i found the entire first episode like i blinked a lot yes the direction is is hectic you are zooming around it's like handheld you are zooming around behind her in front of her looking up, looking down. She is constantly on the move. So she's never sat down for more than two seconds. If she sits down, it's like she's on a hot poker. She's back up again. She's manic. She's really manic. I I don't know if I can say enjoyed it. Mm. I, and I think if I said find it interesting, that sounds just really bland. But I, I, I would watch episode two yeah. and see where it goes. I like the premise. I love Billy Piper. I think she is such a watchable presence. I think she brings with her all the baggage of having been that child star, having been in the public eye, having had two very um, public marriages um, and then subsequent divorces. Why are you looking confused? Who's the second marriage? Lawrence Fox. Oh, 
Yes. Oh. Which is, I find, more interesting than her first marriage to Chris Evans because herself and Lawrence Fox are, quite clearly, on two different ends of the political spectrum. Just a bit, yeah. Yeah, but that seems clear. The said about him, the better, I think. Mm. Yeah, I just... You know she, she brings all of that to the table and you know that she's been through this. So when you've got the... I think it's Esquire. I think they even say it's for yes. Esquire, this photo shoot. Mm. You know that she has had experience of those sorts of photo shoots and can really imbue this with um, reality and mm. make it grounded. And I completely believed that that is what it's like to have 20 odd people come into your house i love the idea of and i don't think this is a spoiler i love the idea of them actually taking things out of your house and replacing them with things to make it look like it's your house yes even to the point of giving you some dogs mm. i'm sure that's what happens all the time when you do sort of like your okays your hellos your, your other um magazines yeah i i'm not sure if I'm meant to warm to any of the characters, I'm not sure if I'm meant to like them. I don't necessarily think any of them are likeable people, but maybe that's the point. I quite liked the PR person. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, a lot of the way that this is, this is quite anxiety-inducing, the way it's set out. It almost reminded me of in a very, very different film. Um, and I know that you've never seen this and never will, but Darren Aronofsky's mother. Okay. In the, it's following around a central female protagonist just as chaos is going out around her. And she has things that are happening to her, but people won't let her concentrate on them because they are distracting her. Mm. And that's very much what happens in this. This ends in a way that I never thought would happen. Um, there is a quite surreal sequence uh, that came out of nowhere for me. I agree. And it... At that point, my nose wrinkled and I went, oh, I don't think this is where I want it to go. This might be the difference between you and me because I Did was like, like I'm totally down for this. Oh, God, right. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of levity. A little bit of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm down with this. I love Billy Piper. Uh, I liked Billy Piper when she first broke onto the music scene with Honey to the Bee and See because we me? want to. Mm. I loved her in Doctor Who. I never saw... Was it Secret Diary of a Call Girl? Yeah, she was excellent in that. Mm. She was really, really good. And that, again, was quite an exposing show for yeah. all the reasons that the mm. title suggests. I've seen her in... Uh, she's, she's pretty good in Penny Dreadful. Um, <laughs> you would mention Penny yeah, Dreadful. Yeah, I mean, no one's no one's, no one's going to be given, winning a BAFTA for that, but um, or an Emmy or whatever it is. She's, she's probably the best thing in there. Um, surrounded by some, you know, pretty heavyweight actors. I'm totally down for this. If she's gonna do, if she's gonna do things like this, which are daring and pushy and things like that, I will forgive her for marrying Chris Evans. I don't think you have to forgive her. That was her choice. She broke my heart when she married Chris Evans. She was having a lovely time, by all accounts. <laughs> a little bit too lovely by the sounds of it. No, but, uh, maybe, maybe, but she I don't. Th- I don't think they nece- I don't think necessarily helped each other. Them too. Yeah, but I just think you know when you're in that position. Not, I wasn't thinking of going into a full analysis of this, but I think what, and I think this is what the show is trying to show you. We're obviously seeing her much later in life, mm. but when you are thrown into the spotlight at that age. What else are you going to do? How else is your life going to go when you are when you are given all this stuff, when the doors are opened, good doors and bad doors, mm. what are you going to do? And I think the fact that she has this show out now really shows you that, 
you know, you can go through those things. You can make choices that maybe people aren't so keen on, but, you know, you, and you can come through and produce something like this for yourself. And I'm really pleased for her. That it shows that she has, a, that. shows she has a self-awareness that mm. many in the industry probably don't have. Yeah. We're going to close with Tony to the B then. <laughs> probably will. <laughs> probably will, yeah. So, yeah, recommend I Hate Susie. I think it's a fascinating show. I still need to give it another episode or two. Just yeah. to see, because if it does go the way that you like, it might have lost me. But if it stays more grounded and we learn a little bit more about the consequences of hacking mm. for the people who it affects, if we get more of an insight into celebrity, that is what really, you know, pulls me in. I would be very surprised if they didn't, given that I've noticed that the titles are named after the seven stages of grief. Oh, are they? Yeah, so the first one's shocked. Right. Um, I'm going to look at the other ones. Because it'll be like, that's will there certain, be denial that's and what it... anger? Oh, well done, Mark. <laughs> is that football by any chance? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was watching Mark's before. Mark's just putting the So the first one's shock, the second one's denial. Oh, right, okay. Fear, shame, bargaining, guilt, anger, and acceptance. Okay. So yeah, I think that's definitely what what is uh, what we're what we're in for. Uh, one final thing is um, the something that I found just just made my heart melt a little bit was her son is played by someone uh, a boy who has hearing loss and um, they use sign language with him and yeah. he has hearing aids and as two people who have a child who are in the same position it just I don't know just that sort of that 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 being seen on screen as something really normal and she's signing to him yeah and... it's never played out to be anything other than just yeah part of their life and that's yeah. it um, just yeah made me made me really happy well, that's it. That's it. No date night. No date night. Not yet. No. We'll have one soon. We'll, we'll, we'll... Whose turn is it anyway? It's my turn to oh, nominate for it? you. Oh, yeah. brilliant. Mm. Okay. Right, thanks everyone. Thanks everyone. Uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Bye. Before you go, just a reminder that you can subscribe to the Honeymoon Period Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. You can join in the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for The Honeymoon Pod. Finally, if you like this episode, and you think someone else would too, please share it. See you next time. <laughs>